talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hey everybody, this is Danny. And Lindsay. We are here talking about trust today in our series that we're doing. Yeah. Raising the roof for some trust. (laughs) So, trust. Why are we talking trust? Because um, the way that we think about trust um, leads us to believe that it is a crucial part of every relationship, which I think is right. We're basically here to break your brains today. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it it might stick with us on this one, okay? Some, yes. some there might be some resistance to some of these ideas at first, um, but the whole point of it is to empower and enhance your relationship with yourself and with those you love most in your life. Yeah, for sure. Right, and trust yeah. is important for that, but the way that we think about it sometimes uh, gets in the way of that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right? So that's why we're talking trust. So um, to start out, what was <coughs> what was it like for me a few years ago, um, particularly when I, soon after I had told Lindsay I'd been looking at pornography, um, I was at a point with my struggle there where I did not trust myself. <laughs> and I was... Uh, you know, sometimes almost ready to give up on myself just because it's like, are you serious? Like, I there's this part of me that really doesn't want this in my life, and yet here I did this again, right? And that had happened enough times that, uh, and I'm a lot of my clients can relate to this, and um, sure there are a lot of people out there um, that can relate to this, but. I I didn't trust myself to follow through on this thing. And for me, that was really, really frustrating. Um, number one, because I, I was used to having a lot of self-control in so many areas of my life. Yeah. You know, like yeah. being a student, uh, being an athlete. Not just any kind of student. Like those like chemistry classes at BYU that if I would have stayed in them I would have gotten like C's like he was just like walking out of all those crazy science classes with A's it blew my freaking mind he's so yeah just so much well and I was really diligent in the way I studied for those and I had a lot of self-control with it and so it it drove me nuts um that I was able to do all these things become a dentist you know get into dental school and work as a dentist and things in church um and all the things responsibilities i would take on there um and you always had like tons of extracurriculars in high school like student body president like all the things like school teams drama madrigals like yeah like high high achieving i was doing a lot of stuff stuff. yeah and it took a lot of self-control to do all that um what was the other thing oh i i i'm serious on this guys i did not swear out loud until my 30s i'm serious like i that was something i committed to and i didn't do it until my 30s 
And now I I give myself a little more leeway there. I found it to be therapeutic and helpful sometimes. Um, Didn't a chiropractor (laughs) tell you it could be like an energy release or something? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. Um, Anyway, I... Yeah, so I it drove me nuts that I had this area in my life where I could not, or at least got to the point where I doubted whether I'd be able to ever control myself on it. And um, so that was a rough spot to be in. I was really frustrated, really uh, felt powerless and stuck and hopeless sometimes. Um, so when it comes to trust, that was a, a big issue for me. It was just trusting myself. Um, and then... Uh, on top of that, too, a few years ago, I was also working through uh, processing some traumatic experiences from my childhood, which I'm not going to get into the details right now, but um, I was in a space where I was not trusting anyone in the world. <laughs> like, not even me. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, even with you, too, huh? Oh, yeah. In certain it ways. It was crazy. Like, he would look at me, and I could just tell him, like, he does not... <laughs> trust that I'm like looking out for him like it was just great like but you didn't know who to trust I didn't I was doubting myself in so many ways I was not only doubting whether I can trust myself but also doubting whether I I could trust anyone in the world and um but it was you know it was out of protection and when it comes to trust like it really is something where we want to feel safe and Mm -hmm. Uh, provide, I don't know, not provided for, but safe or taken care of, or like we know what we can plan on, right? Like, who doesn't want to feel that? Certainty, yeah, it's certainty. There's something about that, too. And so, you can see why we want it. Um, but then when we start expecting other people to create those feelings in us, that's where sometimes I think we can get stuck, right? Yeah, um, what why don't you tell us what it was like for you? Yeah, so I mean. I don't feel like I have as many words to say about it, but I definitely trusted with regard to my experience. Um, I trusted Danny very implicitly, and then I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how it was. I will say <laughs> that there had been enough of a foundation of seeing him do lots of incredible like a crazy high amount of trust, like quote unquote trustworthy things that like, I think that's why I didn't like, like I'm not saying this is a reason to walk out the door, but I think that's why I I wanted to just see how things, like how the playing field was going to level, like re-level out. Because I feel like, you know, we talked about in our last episode about boundaries, like him being a peacemaker, like the pendulum really was on one side and then it really swung to the other side but I'd spent, we'd spent enough time, I'd spent enough time with him in that one side that I was like, I'm, I'm still curious to see where everything kind of levels out. But yeah, I stopped trusting him and I started questioning everything. What's real? What isn't real? Like, how could I not have seen this? And it's so normal. And I have people that come talk to me about this too. They're really confused, really, really confused. And it's super, super normal. Yeah. Tell me what you were saying about that, your clients, how they'll they don't trust themselves either a lot of times well i think explain that dynamic well i think when you know when you're in this place where you do trust someone so quote unquote implicitly and i should say quote unquote trust someone implicitly um where basically you're saying i am certain that they will always behave in this way that's kind of what i'm saying with that 
Um, and then they don't. And a lot of times, like for me specifically, I, you know, I, I can't speak for my clients, but for me specifically, like then I start just kind of questioning everything. Well, like, wait, but he said he wouldn't do these things, but now he's doing these. And like, what else don't I know? And so, yeah, a lot of times the key is to stop um, wondering who or what you can trust in. Like the first steps that I see is learning how to trust yourself. That's where, that's where it all begins. It's where it, all the magic happens. It really does. So that's kind of where we're going to, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if we, let's dive into it. Okay. So, so a lot of us have been taught in our lives that, um, I, I can't tell you how many times I heard this, right? Like trust is something that can take years to build and then you can lose it all in an instant, right? Right. I, that's something I heard so many times growing up. Yeah. And and then you learn about being trustworthy or someone being trustworthy. And it, or do you have trust in your relationship, right? And it's almost like we give trust this whole identity of its own, like it's its own entity outside of us and our spouse or right. us and someone else. Uh, when really it's two different people with two different trusts coming together in a relationship, well, right? I think it's their own thoughts and feelings, right? And so trusting someone, that's a feeling that we choose to feel with how we think. I trust them, you know, and then you might feel certainty. So it is like this, like Danny said, it's like this series of like movable parts, almost like the way we think of like a relationship. Like one person, like have you ever seen those relationships where like, I mean, because we're, because we focus a lot on marriage, let's talk about those marriages where, you know, this divorce comes and for one partner, it's just out of nowhere, out of the blue. They can't believe they thought things were perfect. And the other partner's like, it's been horrible from the get-go, right? But those two people experience the exact same circumstance of marriage and one person chose to think one thing and one chose to think another. And so what we're trying to say is there are just, there are moving parts with regard to this idea of trust, okay? So for specific, for the scope of what we're talking about today, you know, trust is a feeling that we create with our thoughts, right? And I know that to be true because with my experience, I trusted Danny and then I found out certain things and I thought something like, I can't trust him, right? And then things changed, right? So it was like, he lied to me and then I felt, you know, like, un, you know, I felt distrust towards him, okay? And so the reason that I like to show you that it's fluid is because it wasn't like the moment he looked at pornography that my trust changed. It was the moment I had new information in my brain. And the other reason I wanna to prove to you that it's fluid is like for me, it might've gone straight from trust to untrust or straight from trust to like, 90% distrust, but I have seen so many women come where they're like, okay, my husband did this and I want to work through it. I still totally trust him and I'm totally committed. And so it isn't this like concrete thing that we can all just look at and describe. Like Danny said, it's, it's very fluid and we create it with our thoughts and our feelings. So basically I can't go into your brain and change your level of trust by something I do, right? right. You ultimately get to choose how you trust yeah right? and vice versa yeah you can't do something and change how i trust right exactly and, and so like a, a lot of people they get into 
thinking like, well, I can't trust him unless he starts doing this and this or proves to me for a certain amount of time doing this. And while that might be an advisable thing to do when you're choosing where to place trust on certain things, right? It might be. It's not like there is, it's not like that's what does create the trust, right? Yeah, you're choosing to, ba- to what you want to trust in based on your thoughts about what, you know, his behavior and actions, okay? So you're still making a fluid choice in his trustworthiness because your idea of trustworthiness or what trustworthiness is might be completely different to someone else. And this is good news because when we realize that the ball is in our court with regard to how we decide to feel about our husbands, then we can choose like, yeah, like I might trust Danny, like I might like, especially like way back then, like I trusted him in a lot of ways, but there might've been ways I chose not to trust. And that was okay too, you know, like based on my experiences and my thoughts that I was choosing to have, like, that's kind of what I did. Yeah. And I remember like right after I first told you about looking at pornography, I, uh, I lacked so much trust in myself that I think I almost (laughs) thought that's why you told me, (laughs) I think I thought it was a worse idea that you trust me than you thought it was almost like, I think I was trusting me even less than you did in that moment probably is how it kind of seemed to me and there's no way to really know but uh, but then I, I know that later on as I did start making progress on some things I wanted sometimes I did want Lindsay to trust me in a certain way or like believe something maybe mm-hmm. more automatically than she was in that moment yeah and I remember kind of like uh I don't know. When I look at that now, it's like, why did I want her to believe me? It's because I want to trust myself. And I think I was almost delegating that to her. Like, if she trusts me, then I can trust me, right? But that's Mm -hmm. not her responsibility to help me trust myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I my girl, Carl Lauenthal, has an amazing podcast that sums this up so perfectly. But one thing that she says is, She says, I think what we mean, what we really mean when we say we want to trust someone is we want them to follow our manual so we can have the feeling that we want to have. We want to believe that we know how they will behave or act so that we don't have to think and wonder about it. So it's like we almost want someone to like manage our minds for us so that we don't have to expend that energy doing it ourselves. But the interesting thing is when we're so obsessed about whether our husband is trustworthy or going to be trustworthy or not going to be trustworthy. Like, what are we expending our energy doing? Like, we're spending or expending so much energy, like wanting something to change that we have, like wanting someone's behavior to change or be exactly what we want it to be. And we have no control there. And I think for some people, and I think this might be really subconscious, but like, so maybe I won't say for other people, I'll just talk about myself. It was a lot easier in the beginning for me to like want to fix Danny than to want to fix myself. <laughs> it really was. And I had like the purest intentions. I remember just thinking like we want let's allocate everything to him. Like all of our resources. We like we just want him to get better, you know? And there's like there were great intentions there, but also like it, I think it was unconscious, but also like I kind of thought it was up to him to build that for me to control and behave in a certain way so that I could feel better. Yeah, I thought it was up to me too. I, I thought <laughs> once we fix me, we'll all be better. We matched up <laughs> We matched up really well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, I think um, there's so many different 
avenues we can take this but the key really is just like you know the cool thing is one thing we can be certain of you guys is our mind and our brains and that's what we have control over too so i think it's such a gift that the thing that we can have certainty over is something we also have control over okay so you know we don't know how to make sure like we feel the way we want sometimes and that's why it's so natural for us to want someone else to make it happen but once we see that like we can actually trust ourselves manage our own mind about situations we don't have to like essentially trust anyone else because we trust ourselves so implicitly and for me like with my experience the more i began to trust myself the less i needed him to behave in a certain way so that i could feel better and we're not saying this is the only way to do things we're just sharing our experience that's interesting yeah something that helped me is uh <clears throat> is i i needed to start learning how to find evidence for areas in my life where i could trust myself and you know like all of the things we were talking about at the beginning all of my achievements accomplishments like I think what I was doing is discrediting all those areas where I did trust myself and focusing just on this one area where I couldn't and then making that everything. And so learning to turn my brain back towards like, wait, but look at all these areas where I can trust myself. Um, mm -hmm. that, that's a, a little switch in my brain that's an important one. That's a great one. To make. And then... Um, Especially if that's something you're working on for yourself. Yes, yes. And then... Um, also the stuff I teach guys in my program, I've worked this stuff myself and I've learned how my brain works so much about it. I don't know everything about it. Obviously none of us do. Um, there's still so much we can always learn about. It. I've learned a lot about it though, that has taught me how to put my prefrontal cortex in charge over my lower brain with anything regarding pornography and um it's amazing and it's helped me to learn uh just to better choose where to put trust in myself right like am i gonna trust those urgent impulses that pop up right or am i gonna trust the sort of more subtle part coming from my upper brain that's that has my long-term best interest at heart and like learning where to place trust in myself um, and how to manage that has been a big key. It's a <clears throat> definitely been new skills for me that I'm still always going to be polishing and working on. Um, but yeah, doing the work on this, um, I trust myself now more than I ever have in my life, Yeah, which is, uh, you know, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, and you know, the more you trust yourself, the more you can make decisions about how you want to engage with your spouse or your friend or the neighbor down the street from that place of trusting yourself and how you can respond in situations than being so committed to like your idea of other people's stories and how people should be that you like don't even take it, take into account like the reality of who these other humans are, right? Like as humans, it's hard enough for us to manage ourselves. So like, why are we expecting other humans to manage themselves and manage us so that we don't have to do as much of that work for ourselves? Because even if you think that like it, that solution actually works, you're still probably, you may not be feeling that much in control of yourself, but, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, just something to kind of take into consideration. So 
trust, you know, what is trust? I think for everyone, it could be really good to just like, if you feel pushed back, like if you kind of feel yourself kind of closing off as you're hearing us, like it's, don't worry, it's totally okay. You know, I remember listening to podcasts and think like sometimes I would kind of feel that like closed off thing. Like I don't get it, but I understand a little bit, but just know that like, there's no one way to do everything. We're just sharing our experience. And so, you know, maybe it could be helpful for you to just decide what trust means to you and why does trust matter and ask yourself, how can I create trust for myself? And think of the simple ways, like Danny said, I think that's such a great place to start. What was that one line from Kara that was like toward the end that really summed it up? Good old Kara. She says, so if you shift the focus from trust in others to trust in yourself, you will actually feel safer than you ever have before. And that's all you wanted by trusting other people in the first place. Is that not amazing? Okay, that might be worth either repeating or expounding upon. Why don't you expound then? All right, so I'm going to read it again because I like that (laughs) when other podcasters do that with something that's kind of like a mic drop moment. (laughs) So if you shift the focus from trust in others to trust in yourself, you will actually feel safer than you ever have before and that's all you wanted by trusting other people in the first place we wanted to feel safe right so this is something just to notice in your life pay attention to a a lot of usually the reason that we want to do a lot of things is because of how we think it's going to make us feel right and so if you are wanting more trust in your life it's probably because you want to feel more of a certain emotion and it might be worth identifying what that emotion is that you're wanting to feel more of because once you identify that you can then start looking okay so if no one else can create this for me uh, not only won't but just no one else can because no one really has that power then how can i create it begin to create it for myself right and and like like she says here, it's a lot of times it's about just feeling safer than you ever have before. That and that's what you want. You want to feel safe. Um, so it, it's uh, like Lindsay said. Sometimes we don't want to hear that it's our responsibility to feel more trust, and there's some resistance to that idea, and that's totally okay. Um, but. It's also really good news that the ball is in your court because mm-hmm. when the ball's in your court, you can actually have power to change right. and uh, create new neural pathways in your brain. Yeah. And our, our brains really, they can change. That's why we do this work because you can change right. those pathways in your brain. Right. So going back to like what helped, and this kind of goes right along with what Danny was just saying, is like if you're holding on to something like, you know, you, this... I don't trust him, I can't trust him until, like there's probably something, some time in your life where that really has served you to protect yourself and you're probably just trying to protect yourself and maybe you still actually are protecting yourself and it's totally okay. Like there's some purity behind that intention that you have and that's something to, you know, acknowledge and validate and even appreciate, you know, and then when you're ready to kind of shift more, Um, If you decide you want to shift more towards like creating that trust for yourself, there's so many great resources and people like me and Danny that, you know, we've got your back. Yeah, we do. Um, So if we do our thank you next. That was mine. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like the way I just talked about that last thing was kind of my thank you next to. Um, if you yeah. guys have questions, go ahead and send us a type form note. Um, and yeah, you guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Peace out. Till next time. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you, and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.